Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my gosh, it's over. Windy City Assassin does it again. We are back to start 2024. Hope everybody had a great holiday and is having a happy start to the new year. The Bulls are not enjoying the new year so far. Rough stretch here, some injuries, and we're into serious trade season. And there's one team that the Bulls have been linked to that's got some question marks coming up right now. We're going to dive into all aspects of it on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench prop member in Tennessee, Vol C.J. Watson. CJ, happy new year, my man. It is good to be back at a couple weeks off here to kind of recharge the batteries. And yeah, we're back to the losing ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy new year. Feel kind of weird not doing a show for, for a couple weeks, but you know, I'm back, happy to be back. Yeah, it's good to be, you know, post-holiday craze and everything. Spend a lot of time with family and watch a lot of football because it was good football time of year. And the basketball was fun, too, on Christmas yeah. Day, even though the ratings... Interesting stuff with the ratings, a little inside baseball that we're probably not going to get to today. But people still watch the NBA a lot on Christmas, and it's a big staple of the day. And now we're through that. We're into trade season. We're going to get to some rumors and stuff at the end because we're going to do that basically every show at this <laughs> point. But before we get anywhere else, going to tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. NFL playoffs are right around the corner. The NBA season is in full swing. BetOnline has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information at any time. Head there today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Also, we have an official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98 The Last Dance, available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support all the shows on the network. To support our show, though, Jordan Pippen 98, the last dance campaign style shirt. Shop.believe.com. The link is in my social media bios. We're into election season. If you want to show who you're supporting, it's Jordan Pippen 1998. The last dance is the campaign slogan. Go buy a shirt, support our program. We are grateful for that. Bulls have lost four of six. They're getting a key piece back later this week in Zach Levine, apparently. But Wednesday night's loss to the Knicks was the latest loss. I don't want to say they're coming back down to earth because there's been a lot of injuries here, but. I mean, it feels like they were kind of due for a stretch like this, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, they played probably their best stretch of basketball, you know, uh, right before Christmas break and stuff like that. And like these injuries just keep on piling up. Uh, not having the full lineup, I think, hurts also. Uh, but like I said, hopefully they can get back to their winning ways in, uh, you know, in January. It's almost like Nikola Vucevic is important to the South yeah. 
A lot of people want to talk about Vooch. I know the defense. We, we've talked about that at length. You know what you're getting on the defensive end. On offense, I think you're seeing just how important he is, though. Is that with that groin? I think it'll be next week, the week after is when he'll be back. It's not going to be like a long-term thing, but it's just long enough here. People are starting to see that, hey, this guy actually does make a big difference with what Billy Donovan wants to do on offense. Yeah, having somebody like Vooch who can shoot, who can pass, score in so many different ways. And when they play through him, they play a lot more efficient, play more faster, Um, not a lot of isolation basketball. So I think losing Vooch hurts a lot. Uh, You can obviously see that in the score when they lose. Uh, They lose by, you know, having his 15 to 20 points makes a big difference. Um, uh, Drummond is is playing good, but he's not the answer, like we said before the show. He's definitely uh, helping, but not definitely not the answer, not not a Vooch caliber type player, but Hopefully he can get back and that, that groin injury doesn't uh, you know strain him for the rest of the season. Yeah, Drummond is a monster on the boards. I mean, he had well, he had a 2020 game. First was he the first 20 rebounder in the NBA this year? And it was the first 25 rebounder. Either way, he had a monster game in that first game. As a long-term solution, though, he's not he's a band-aid. He's gonna get you through. Yeah. He's a solid, I mean, don't get me wrong. Andre Drummond is a very good player. Like, I think yeah. he's better than a backup caliber. Like, that's a, if Andre Drummond's your backup center, that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. But in terms of being a regular starter with the way this offense is set up with the need for shooting, it's a stopgap and he'll get you through. But you see games like Philadelphia and New York, you need that scoring option. Yeah, definitely in today's basketball, you got to have scoring, I feel like, at all five positions. And like you said, Drummond as your backup is a, is a great add. Um, but like I said, he's not the answer. Um, but, Hopefully, Vooch can come back, you know, and uh, this team can get back to their winning ways and they can just, like I said, just continue playing playing high-caliber basketball. Yeah, the last win came against Philadelphia, actually, before they got blown, the doors blown off of them in Philly. 105-92, to 92, Vooch did not play in that game either, but he's not the only injury here. Patrick Williams got hurt the other night against Philadelphia. Kobe White left at one point with an injury. Patrick Williams has been in and out of the injury report there. They're dealing with bumps and bruises. This is what's going to happen during the season, but when you're already shorthanded, because yes, we talk about Bulls are 10 and seven without Zach Levine, who's probably coming back soon. He's still your top scoring guy. So you need everyone healthy. And it feels like injuries were kind of the, all right, you're riding high. Here's where your legs are going to get taken out from around to you is when people like that get hurt. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, uh, you know, it's a long season and uh, the ups and downs and the grind of the season injuries are going to happen. Uh, like my man Tibbs would always say, uh, we got enough on this roster to win, uh, but, you know, hopefully it's always the next man up. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, the Bulls have been struggling with guys in and out of the lineup. Uh, it's definitely getting guys a lot more experience, but it's just not coming to the expense of wins. Yeah, the experience has been great. Like that's And the fact that they're 10 and 7 in their last 17, that's after the blowout to the Celtics. Like they rallied well, even after they could have folded with a guy like Levine going down. So yeah. they're in they're in good standing right now, even before the injuries. And that's why the fact they're kind of on that bubble there of the play-in or on that 10-11 seed, it's, there's like a pack of four teams in the standings. Not that this is going to necessarily be how things finish out. But you got Brooklyn, Atlanta, Chicago, and Toronto all right there within a half game of each other. That's four teams within a half game. You're in a good spot right now considering <clears throat> what's coming in the next yeah. couple of months. It's just the injuries are going to slow them down for the yeah, time yeah. being. That's where getting Zach back is going to be important. Yeah, yeah. hopefully Zach comes back and it makes a big difference. And like you said, for me, uh, with the Bulls, the way they played this whole year, uh, in and out of lineups with different lineups and the injuries and stuff like that, they're not in a bad position. They're like in the 10th, 11th spot. Uh, if the 
at the playing tournament playoffs ended today, they've been the playing game. So I think that's where I kind of had them and begin the season anyway, uh, especially with this roster. Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, so like I said, if they're in this spot at the end of the season, I, I'll take my chances with that and uh, just, just take it for what it's worth. Oh, we said before the year, should they be in that play in yeah. conversation? They shouldn't be, they should be a playoff caliber team, but the reality of it is they, they are on that bubble and they were going to be on that bubble. And that's why moves felt inevitable. And that's why getting Zach back is going to be important for multiple reasons. The expectation is he's going to come back Friday. That's when uh, I'm losing track of the schedule here already. Uh, the Bulls are taking on Charlotte at home on Friday. They're, so the plan is to get Zach Levine back in the lineup. Again, 10 and 7 without him. But if you're dealing with injuries, if v it doesn't sound like Vooch is going to be able to go. Getting Zach back out there, he's an important piece of this team still. Yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, he's definitely going to be an important piece in the, of this team until he gets traded away. Uh, I, I just hope he comes back with the mindset of uh, trying to help the team win, um, you know, maybe just boosting his trade value uh, if he really wants to get out of here. <laughs> uh, but just coming back and value. playing <laughs> and just boosting, just coming back and playing good basketball. I think uh, he saw how the how the team has played without him. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he sees the record without him. It's better uh, without him than with him. So I think he's going to come back, hopefully focus and just redetermine to, you know, just make his, his name better. Yeah. It's not a matter of increasing his trade value. It's getting a trade value at all because all right. the sense is this is, this is Woj. Now Woj has said this multiple times. So I had to double check to make sure this was new. This was Wednesday night on NBA countdown. Woj said the bulls may, and I'm quoting in the end, just have to be glad that they can find a team that will take on his contract, that, that max contract. We're worried about that from the get-go. Yeah. You had to do it. I will, I'm not eating crow. I'm saying you had to pay him at that right. point. Like it felt like there was no choice. You don't want to lose him for nothing. So yeah. I have no regrets over giving in the max. But the plan was you were supposed to be able to find a trade suitor with that type of deal. And we're a month out until deadline. There has been nothing besides maybe the Lakers, who we'll get to in a second. Yeah, hopefully, like I said, they're still back there, you know, making calls and making things happen. Uh, I think if you're AK, you don't want to just give up uh, anybody and you don't want to just take any kind of deal. Uh, you want to take something and get something back like you always wanted, some draft picks or something like that. Please. But, uh, I, I definitely just don't want them just making a deal just to make one just because uh, that's the case. You might as well just, just keep jacking, you know, and just see how this season rides out. Yeah, if you're just doing a salary dump, don't bother. Like, yeah, yeah. You, that's not what that's not what his caliber player is he's not a salary dump he's not you're not yeah. in that mode you're not in set you're not in dumping salary you're in let's try and stay competitive because they've proven they can be competitive when they're healthy and that i mean when they're healthy is the key as we've seen the last couple of games but you're not trying to just dump them off like like you said you may as well keep him at right. that point because he'd be more valuable to you then yeah like yeah you got, definitely got to get some out of this deal and uh, make it work for both both parties and Hopefully they'll do that. But like I said, the most important thing for me is just him just coming back uh, healthy and also just coming back with a different mindset of trying to help this team play better basketball, take better better shots, better shot selection, just being more efficient and, and uh, not being a, a downfall to the team, but, you know, picking the team up, giving them another boost of energy that they, that they need. Well, and I'll be curious to see how the offense flows with him back All out right. there because they've been playing with really good pace and shooting the ball while Kobe White has been yeah. a revelation. He has proven yep. to be a guy that you build around. And I mean, even, even Ben Stiller's tweeting about him when they play the <laughs> Knicks. Like I think he said, Kobe white respect. And everyone's like, all right, right. So Kobe white. <laughs> and by the way, there's calls for him to go into the three point contest. I heard Caruso say it. Uh, you started that 
Yes, I way. did. You were you were all over that, and we're giving we yes, keep giving you your flowers. <laughs> that was why I tweeted it. I saw the tweet. I retweeted like, hey, you started something. Right. Yeah. He, he has been fantastic, and I feel like Zach's absence kind of opened the door. Okay, you have Kobe White that you can lean on. Is Zach's shot isn't there? I know the idea is Zach's your catch and shoot guy. Yeah. Have him make the extra pass once in a while. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think that's what sometimes you know guys take advantage of opportunities. That's what opportunities is all about. Uh, one of your stars goes out, another person has to step up, and that's what Kobe White is doing. Uh, he's showing us that he's capable of uh, putting the team on his back and uh, just being one of those top two or three players. And I think, uh, you know, it's great to see. And uh, like I said, I hope he gets in the three-point contest because I think if he's in it, I think he has a chance to win it. He's shooting the cover off the ball. Yeah. And I think I kind of fell into it too before he kind of stood out when Zach went down. I fell into, okay, Kobe White's like your facilitator. He can shoot when you need. He's proving he can be a guy who gets you that shot. Like he's that guy. So you don't, Zach doesn't have to press. Feels like Zach was pressing there for a while. I felt like he kind of had to because of the lack of shooting. You have a weapon that you can lean on. And that's why I hope Zach's going to come out and he's not, the ISO ball is still going to be there. That's just, you know what you're going to get. Like it's, that's, that's his game. But the, you have that other option there, too, where if Kobe gets hot, you can take the ball out of Zach's hands and maybe not feel as bad about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's all about trusting your teammates. And I think, like I said, uh, Kobe White has earned, probably hopefully earned his teammates' respect and uh, hopefully Zach Levine's respect. And that way they can trust him and uh, he can trust all his other teammates also to make plays. And he doesn't have to just take the butt of the pressure, you know, making plays every night. It also helps with trade conversations. Like we're talking yeah. about what this team's going to look like because it – it felt like a when Zach would be mm-hmm. traded. Now there's no market for him. Now this is January 4th. We're recording this. This next three, four weeks, you never know who's going to get traded. I vividly right. remember getting the tweet notification because it was a tweet back then from Sham <laughs> saying the Bulls were trading for Nikola Vucevic and I about fell over because you hadn't heard anything about it. Right. This is about the time a couple years ago when we start when I started the podcast solo was when the Lonzo rumors came about. We're going to hear more and more here. I think getting Zach on the court is going to be big for that, too. Yeah. That shouldn't be the only thing that he's playing for. That shouldn't be the only focus. But when you have these conversations about getting a guy like him back, this time of year, you have to talk about trades. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely when, uh, you know, that's all we've been hearing the whole time is trade value and all that kind of stuff. So uh, definitely, think I think when it's real quiet, I think that that's when the, the GMs and the phones are ringing back. With the stuff that we don't see, uh, but sometimes it's going to come out, a Woj bomb is going to drop, and next thing you know, a trade is happening. So I think it's uh, it's always something happening behind the scenes, especially when it's quiet. <laughs> well, we got... Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Something within the last couple of weeks because uh, the Knicks made a trade. And I, when they did it, my, my reaction was, and I, it was, and I quote, it was they, what? The Knicks got OG Ananobi from the Toronto Raptors, but they sent RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly. And this from Woj draft considerations to do so. I think I don't like that trade that much. I think they overpaid, but I know you have some thoughts on it as well. 
Yeah, I like the trade. Uh, I think he's a he's a Tibbs guy. Um, he's not the the greatest scorer, um, which I think they need a little more scoring. But he's a defensive minded guy. He's another guy that you can use if you have to go up against you know the Giannis's or the the Jason Tatum's and the Jalen Browns of the of the world. So I think they're thinking big picture down in the playoff uh, road. Um, so he's another guy that you can throw at one of those guys and hope you know contain them and uh, ha- have an off night. So I, I like the trade. Yeah, I like his fit with Tibbs' style, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying that they – this isn't – I don't want to mix Schwartz references, so I'm going to try and not bring up the Vooch trade. But, you know, I'll just use the Vooch trade as a benchmark. Like, the Vooch trade, the Bulls lost. Take right. your loss. <laughs> this, was not, this was not that. Like, yeah. it, was not, it was not a laughable trade. The Knicks did not get an F. I would give it – get the Knicks, like, a B minus, C plus. Like, yeah. you talk – I mean, you talk about the need for scoring. You had R.J. Barrett. And you right. gave him up. And I know he was streaky. He was up and down. But when you need a guy like that, he could have stepped up. It's the fact that you had that option if you need, and you gave it up for defense. Yeah, it, yeah, I think so. But that's what that's that's Tibbs. He's uh he's a more defensive minded yeah. guy. I think the I think the bigger loss is uh, Emmanuel quickly. I, I say I IQ is a big loss too. I was gonna get yeah, there. Too. <laughs> I love his I love his energy. I love his scoring ability. Uh, his tenacity. So I think that's a bigger loss for me in my picture. But like I said, I think if you're Putting the team around Tibbs and his caliber and his his uh his mindset uh, that's OG uh, I don't even know how to say pronounce his last name but he fits uh, Tibbs is a you know prototype to the T. Yeah, he's a hundred percent, and I don't want to minimize IQ's impact like that. He was he torched the Bulls many a time. Like, yeah, it's yeah he's he's got the respect one hundred percent, and I just it wasn't lopsided. It just it was one of the, when they did it. I'm like you. I'm I'm a I'm too big of an RJ Barrett fan. I will admit, like I have been since he was yeah. a Duke. Like it's it was one of those things. I just couldn't believe they gave up him and IQ right. for a guy like that. I thought maybe they'd get one more piece in there at least, but right. all they got was Ananobi. <laughs> yeah, didn't oh they got Precious too, right? Uh, Did Precious come in that trade? I think I think he yeah I think he came in that trade. I think I think I'm not I'd sure. I have to go through and look. This it's been a it's been a while since it happened, and we've had a yeah. this is what happens when we go on a break. <laughs> we go on a break stuff happens and then stuff falls through the tra- the, the cracks but e- either way the centerpiece of the tray was og and yeah, yeah for sure it just it doesn't jump off the page yeah in a way and i was i guess their espn was saying it makes sense for both teams i understand it but now maybe in a couple weeks yeah yeah it, just, yeah. it was they got precious achua and malachi flynn by the way so okay. it was so pre- like precious was a maybe salary match right yeah, yeah for sure but yeah, the, yeah. the centerpiece of it is og and maybe they'll prove me wrong i mean this is tibbs i mean you he's yeah. gonna get the most out of everybody and by the way 12 and 5 against the bulls just yeah hey throwing that out there <laughs> yeah i'm sure like i said uh he's 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 always up against those team up against those games uh against the bulls and uh he wants to win those games for sure and I'm sure he's gonna have his teams, you know, ready to play against the Wolves every time, just for a little, a little more extra motivation. <laughs> I remember when they let him go, <laughs> and they brought in this guy named Fred Hoiberg. I'm like, what? You're letting Tibbs go for a guy from Iowa State? <laughs> <laughs> and now Fred's at Nebraska, where he's doing really well. Nebraska's really good this year. Actually, well, not yeah, Fred yeah. Nebraska standards. They're really good. Like they, they got a good thing going. I think Fred belongs at the college level. But they, when they moved on from Tibbs, at Hey, he's he's gonna go out. He's gonna he's got a chip on his shoulder, and that doesn't matter who he's playing. You know that. Like he's gonna oh, go yeah. out. He's gonna he's gonna kick your ass, and he's gonna kick your ass again. 
Oh yeah, that's that's just his mentality. That's all he is, and I was definitely shocked when they when they fired him too. So like I said, I, I didn't understand it, but hey, you know, glad I'm not in those positions to make those decisions. <laughs> well, that was the last regime, and I'm pretty sure there were some some heads that clashed and some yeah, personalities yeah. mixed in. And of course, I think, <laughs> pretty sure that th- th- there's one thing we know about the last regime of Gar Pax. There were there was some strong personalities in there. And I mean, I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Tibbs. I'm a Tibbs fan. You know this. Like we we talk about it a lot. And I think he's got a good thing going with the Knicks. And you know, people talk about how many minutes he plays, guys. You know, before he got hurt, Booch led the league in minutes, and Kobe White's yeah. in the top five in minutes. Like it's Tibbs gets a lot of hate that I'm not sure he necessarily deserves. Not really hate, but just haters on social media is kind of what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Tibbs just is just a guy who just wants to win. Uh, he's going to put his best players on the court. That had mm-hmm. to give him that that chance to win. So if you're one of the best players on your team, uh, you know, Tibbs going to put you in that position. But uh, the downfall is, you know, you play a lot of minutes, you get injured and stuff like that. But, you know, I think that's just part of the game. And, you know, we as athletes, we we know that going in. So it's just, uh, you know, it's got to take it for what it's worth. <laughs> well, and when you're playing for a guy like that, you know, I'm not it's not going to be easy. Like, yeah, he's yeah gonna, for sure. He's going to push you. And oh, yeah. place it's not easy right now, too, just as we transition here. Lakers going on oh, yeah. there what's going on in la that's uh sean reported today there's a disconnect <laughs> going on yeah between there's a disconnect between darvin ham and the locker room lebron didn't talk to the media wednesday night lakers are under 500 what's going on in la should we be concerned about this i think definitely think we should be concerned uh they're definitely you know they're in need of a trade i feel like uh, just don't know you know when or where but i think you know guys like maybe you know d-lo I know a guy. <laughs> no guy who's ready, huh? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> if they want to make a move, if it, I would, if I'm AK, if that, if Rob Polinka shows up on my phone, I'm not letting it ring a second time. It rings the first time I'm answering. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Guys like you know D'Lo and Hachimura, you know, I think they're, I'm sure they're hurt, but you know, times like this, guys are sitting out and, uh, and, and for a reason, you know, I think guys are trying to see what teams look like without those guys and. If you add a certain piece, uh, what would that look like? So I definitely think something's uh, going to happen. You know, they, they definitely have to make another trade to, to get better, to help guys like Braun and AD and somebody that can pair well with them. And they need shooters. Yeah, it's not like a – when we hear stuff like this, you worry it's going to be a house of cards and that there's a disconnect. Things are going to start falling down. You're going to start seeing a lot of pieces get moved, a teardown. This doesn't feel like a teardown situation. Yeah. This feels like, like you said, it feels like they need, they need a fresh face in there, and yeah. it's going to come at the expense of, of maybe one of those bigger names like a D'Lo or a Rui. Austin Reeves' name comes up in the rumors. Lakers fans don't want to part ways with them, don't want to give up, don't want to give them up. But it feels like a move is going to happen, whether it's Levine or not. Like I joke, like Levine to the Lakers would be a good fit right now, even with this going on, just because you have, like, like we say with Kobe White how Kobe White makes the impact with you had that other scoring option. If you throw Zach Levine onto that roster, it's another scoring option. It can have a similar right. effect, I think. Maybe double. I'd say. Yeah. I think that's what the Lakers need also. They need another playmaker. They need guys yeah. who can – or a guy who can create their own shot besides, you know, getting a pass from AD or, or Braun. So I think that's what they're in very need of, a, a playmaker to take some of that burden off uh, those two guys because those two guys are obviously two of the best players in the league. But – you know, they can't do it all every night and they need help. And Braun's getting older, so he doesn't have much left in the tank to know to, to try and get that fifth championship. 
Yeah, and that's why a Levine trade makes sense. I think that's why there's so much smoke there. Like, and we talked before we started recording about the you keep hearing the 76ers. The Shams has been saying that over and over. The Sixers keep deny, deny, deny. The Sixers reporters, I'm saying, keep deny, deny, deny. Shams is out there saying the Sixers are a team to watch in this whole thing. Everybody's a team to watch this time of year. Right. January 4th. Everybody's a team to watch for everybody right now. Like, but the Lakers, there's the connection with Rich Paul. There's, you know, that relationship. Zach Levine's a West Coast guy. He's from Seattle. Lakers yeah. have come up in rumors before. And I think it just makes sense. Now when you hear that there's this type of issue, that team is still in win-now mode. So it now, to me, you, the knee-jerk is, well, maybe they wouldn't be in the move to make a move like that or in the market to make a move like that. I'm thinking the opposite. I think there's maybe a sense of urgency here. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of similarities. Like you said, uh, main thing being the Rich Paul thing. You know, Zach is from the West Coast, uh, went to UCLA. So that's another thing. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of similarities there that that work out. And uh, like I said, he's a shooter and, and Lakers need that. They need shooting their shot, I think, like four for 30 last night from the three point line. So uh, they just need somebody, like I said, who can score and put the ball in the basket and take some of that pressure off uh, Braun and AD. And L.A. is where Zach can be that catch and shoot. He doesn't need yeah. to worry about passing it off necessarily like he with the bulls he might need to be sometimes with right. the lakers he's a catch and shoot like i'm gonna get you the ball like this is what patrick beverly wanted zach to be last year i'm gonna pass you the ball you're gonna shoot it you're not passing you're not dribbling you're gonna shoot right that's yeah. what he get the lakers would be a really good situation for him and it would help them get through these issues they have and just have yeah. a guy they can lean on for sure yeah and it gives it takes a lot of pressure off coach uh, off the coach and it takes a lot of pressure off rob Linka. Uh, like I said, because he doesn't make these moves, they're definitely going to be calling for both their jobs soon. So <laughs> we can be putting in applications pretty soon. <laughs> I, I'm not applying to that. <laughs> I'd rather talk. I'd, I like playing the Monday morning quarterback. I don't, I, there's there's a reason that I do this. <laughs> it's And I think the Lakers job is already tough. Expectations. Yeah. I mean, that's you're talking about the storied franchise. Think about the guys that have come through, come through there. And you've got the guys like LeBron, you've got AD now. They're not, like you said, they're not going to do it on their own. And whether it's that, whether it's somebody else, like, I don't know who right. else would, I don't know who else they're even targeting. It's just, you know, we're in the bulls market. So we're going to hear the Levine rumors a little, little more than some of the others. But if I'm Rob Palinka, I'm making calls to be like, who's available? Not waiting. Right. No, no one's going to call me. With yeah. my current situation, I need to call teams. And that's why if I'm AK, if that phone rings, I'm answering and oh, yeah. see what he wants. If, if he asks for Caruso, that's a different conversation. My focus is solely on if you want number eight, let's listen. I think mm -hmm. they got to get a third team involved for that too with that contract though. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, if you're a general manager of the Bulls, you're taking any call, every call pretty much. So uh, nothing is off the it table. Should be. Yeah, it should yeah. be. It hasn't you're been just... the case. Right. <laughs> You're just trying to get this team better and get this roster better. So that's uh, by any means necessary. Whoever calls, you're you're taking that call. And also maybe call teams too, like because you're in, yeah. you're in that ten seed conversation. You're on that bubble. Like I don't, right. with the talent you have, with the way they've been playing, I don't want to be thinking about the lottery. Like you should right. not be putting your hopes in the draft lottery. Like yeah. would it be would it be nice? Sure, but you also want to see your guys playing better. You've got a big decision coming up on Patrick Williams, restricted free agency because you declined his option. So you need to be calling teams too if you want to stay in the mix. But now, don't overpay. Right. That's my biggest thing. Don't overpay because you did that before and the Orlando Magic are laughing all the way to the bank. Mm -hmm. But guys like Zach, 
we can even mention DeMar as a guy yeah. who could be good in LA as that veteran guy, your mid-range guy. I'm thinking about that. That could maybe be an option too, given the Lakers right. situation. Yeah, I think everything is an option. You're just trying to, like you said, get this roster better um, by any means necessary and just prepare for the future. Um, you don't know what's going to happen, uh, what people are going to offer you, but, you know, you just put everything on the table and see, take what, take your best option, I feel like, just to make this roster uh, better and complete. It's a game of chess. It is a game of chess, 100%, and I'm bad at chess. That's why I would not apply for any <laughs> I'm terrible. My brother's good at it. My brother got the brains. I'm yeah. the idiot who talks football and basketball for a living. Like, I, I am not good at the whole chess game situation. Like it, It's just not my thing. That's why I, after the fact, like a, the like an OG Ananobi trade, I'm not going to make that trade. I'm going to tell you why I don't like it, right. but I'm not going to be the one making those calls. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> but yeah, as we sit here now in the East, this is, again, you're a month until the trade deadline. The Nets, Hawks, Bulls, and Raptors are separated by a half game. You got the Bulls and the Raptors are tied. The Nets and the Hawks are tied. The East is kind of Outside of the top two, I feel like it's up for grabs. Maybe top yeah. three, Philadelphia is playing really well. But this is how we're starting 2024 is the conversation is going to start shifting toward, can you make a playoff run? What's right. going to happen at the de- after the deadline? It's going to be what, a playoff run or are we looking at the lottery? Because I really don't want to keep refreshing Tankathon. Yeah, I think that's what you. That's the decision they have to make. Do they want to keep pushing to you know, play this season out or do they want to try to get some draft picks and, and, uh, and build through the draft? So I think that's their... That should be their focus right now, you know, in the in the conversation. You got to make one of the two choices. I still think you can do both. I still think I you can so. make a big move like that. You can get some draft capital, and you can still be competitive and try to win ball games because winning is a big deal. By the way, I said I was I had Tankathon on the other tab. I just sent it. The Bulls had the number one pick on my first try. <laughs> so do with that information what you will. Right. <laughs> but. With this young talent, winning is important. I'm tired of the losing because then you get yeah. guys into the mentality of they don't know how to win. Teach right. them how to win. Yeah. Add some talent through the draft because I mean it, this draft's all right. Like it's not all it's right. not going to jump off the page. There's some dudes in here. Don't get me wrong. But you need to focus on winning while building up draft capital. I think you can do the parallel track like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely want don't want guys to get a losing mindset. Like you said, it's hard to get out of that mode when you start being complacent and, and used to losing. So I definitely want them to get the experience and uh, get the chance to win and, and, and learn how to win. So I think it's definitely a process, but uh, like I said, hopefully, hopefully they can do both. And I'm not sure that's not a bigger part of the conversation when we talk about the guy that's the big trade conversation, Zach Levine's been on a lot of, and it's not his fault. It's the situation he's been in. The situation right. hasn't been great since he came in. Cause it started with Fred, then you had Jimbo. Now you got Billy. There's been a lot of losing in there. Like yeah. it's, that's part of the the mindset, and that's right. important. So I, I think there's a dual track that they can take here the next couple. Either way, January 4th is recording this. We have one month and four days until the trade deadline. Who knows what's going to happen these next few weeks. I really think you're going to – MLB, Major League Baseball, has the hot stove, and I wish they called it that all over the place because it's a perfect analogy. I think things are going to start heating up here soon. Once teams yeah. start, and the Bulls have a pretty favorable stretch here coming up too. Let, let's not make, let me not take away from that. Like you've got opportunities here to get some wins, and maybe guys like Demar and Zach can prove some trade value too. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. They definitely just got to keep playing good basketball. I think that's the biggest thing. If you can just keep playing a good brand of basketball and be consistent, uh, you know, 
just let everything work out how it may. Obviously, there's going to be some trades. We already know that. So, so you can't control that. So just go, just go with the flow and come to work and do your job. Good, smart basketball. That's smart important. Basketball. Good, smart basketball. <laughs> you can play good basketball. And, and, and right. I mean, how many times do we sit here watching people shoot? It's like, no, no, no. Okay, it went in. It was a smart shot. But right, yeah. <laughs> same thing goes for trades. It can be a bad trade, but if you want to ring, it's, it's a good trade. Like that's exactly, how I, yeah. that's how I look at it uh, yeah. here. So the upcoming schedule here, Charlotte twice, Houston, Golden State, San Antonio, Cleveland, Toronto, Memphis. Then you got Phoenix and LA month of January is going to be pretty good from a, from like the level of competition standpoint for the bulls. I think they got like the 30th best 30th, easiest strength of schedule in the month of January, mm-hmm. which balances off how tough December was, even though they still went 10 and seven. So what the hell do I know? But right. <laughs> it's, You've got a good stretch coming up. I think there's going to be a lot of things to prove here the next couple of weeks. And we're going to break it all down. This is going to get real. I think it's going to get real busy real fast. Uh, we're going to wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV. 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit at BetOnline. Buy your shirt as well. Jordan Pippen, 98th last dance shop.believe.com. CJ, good way to start off the calendar year. This is just getting started, man. This is gonna. This next month is gonna be a little bit of a sprint. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be go by fast. But I'm here. I'm excited for it, and can't wait to see what it, what happens. And hopefully, something does happen, and we're not talking about well, why didn't they move so and so? Why didn't they mm-hmm. do anything like they've done before? Because they did go a year and a half without a trade. Let's not do that again. Huh? Let's <laughs> yeah, no. Make a move. <laughs> you need to make a move. Let's actually do it instead of, well, let's stick with continuity. If I hear that word on the trade deadline, I'm going to throw my computer across the room. Uh, you're, you've been warned. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll I don't see. want you buying a new computer. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I can afford a new computer right now. <laughs> but we will see everybody back here next week. Enjoy the weekend and enjoy any news that comes out, too. It's going to get fun. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.